yes, the goal is to make you look good, but man, like resiliency is so important. You're on set right now, you're gonna be on set for four months and your sleep schedule is gonna change and the camera's gonna break down or Dwayne Johnson might show up, The Rock might show up on set late. Who knows what's gonna happen? We need to make sure energy level's high and what are we doing about food and, and, and how are we gonna deal with stress? Hey everybody, welcome to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. This is your host, Ben Pekulski speaking. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we're going to dive into one of the guys that I look up to uh, just as a human and uh, in his amazing journey to the top of the fitness world. Don Saladino has been able to maintain grounded ethics and just incredible character and just an incredible human being. And today, we're going to dive into not only his approach to getting the best bodies in Hollywood in amazing shape, the people you may know like Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and many, many more, but also into who he is as a man, what he values, and ultimately how we can step into being our, the best version of ourselves. And I have this um, framing lately that is really about leadership. It's really about how can we lead ourselves first and then follow that by you know, putting forth the best version of yourself publicly so that you can allow other people to shine their light also, right? And what that really means in, you know, metaphorical terms is sometimes it's hard to step away from the crowd. Sometimes it's hard to get away from the people that you've always known and they've always been there for you, but maybe you don't feel like you're in alignment with them. And maybe you feel like there's, there's something out there that's different for you and you're afraid to step away. People like Don are a really great example of how you can change the direction of your life, start again, and still continue to crush it. Don is, has shifted away from the gym owner life, and now he runs an incredible online business helping people from all over the world, men and women, transform their body. And uh, he does a lot of consulting with some of the most uh, recognized fitness brands in the world. He's also the host of two podcasts, and you're going to learn that and so much more with our Conversation today with Don Saladino. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Buy Optimizers. Once again, they're back to give you some of the greatest products that exist anywhere. You guys are also getting hooked up with a free product this month. If you head over to magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence and you pick up their amazing magnesium breakthrough product, which is seven different types of magnesium. Now, why would you want seven different types of magnesium? Well, each magnesium has been shown to target specific tissues in the body. So some may target the nervous system to calm you down. Some may, may target the muscle tissues. Other ones may target the GI tract and all these different areas in the body all have different absorption rates and absorption percentages. So getting a different, uh, multiple different types of chelates of magnesium is very important to maximize your absorption and therefore maximize your magnesium uh, levels. So why do we need magnesium? Because effectively every process in the body, almost, requires magnesium. And so if you're not already taking a high quality magnesium, do that now by heading over to magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence. And when you do, they're going to hook you up with their uh, free line of powerful digestive support, digestive health products from masszymes to their patented pre prebiotic called P3OM, and also an HCL product that can help alleviate heartburn, acid reflux, and ultimately help you digest meat more effectively. One more time, that's magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence. It's M-A-G, 
B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com, magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence, all one word, head over there. And if you just get to magbreakthrough.com, you can also use the code muscle10 to get hooked up with 10% off and get hooked up with free products. And now enjoy the show with our amazing guest, Don Saladino. And I'll say this, you're, you're one of these people in my life who comes into my life and you know we've spent a fair amount of time together and it's been a while, but like the things that you've imparted me with still stick around. So like I think of you all like almost daily, right? And it's like the gratitude that resonates for our relationship you know, as as long or short as we've been together, regardless, like, man, you, you say things of value. And uh, I think, you know, you have something of value to give. And that's why you do so well in your space, Thank man. You. That's why you're able to do things at such a high level. Thank you, man. And I'll, yeah, we spent some good time together. I'll never forget when you picked me up, uh, those listening, Ben picked me up over in, or, in like the Orlando area, they drove yep. from Tampa. And we went on like probably a three hour, three and a half hour ride down to Miami. I remember yep. the whole time we were just like... <laughs> It was just no, but it was awesome, right? Like you were just sitting there, we were in your whatever your Tahoe, we're flying down, whatever it was, ninety-five, and you're just having conversations. And and the time goes fast when you're when you're with someone that you really enjoy and that you really feel like you can gain some value out of you. So thanks for the ride, by the way. Appreciate Man, that. That was, yeah, that, was, that, was a funny, that was a funny trip because I remember awesome. I actually have some like bittersweet memories of that trip. And and obviously we got to have an amazing conversation on our trip down. And so it was myself, you, Jordan, and then a couple of other friends. And my birthday, it was actually the day before yeah. my birthday, I think. I think it was, I don't remember if I was turning 38 or 39 or something. I was like, I'm really excited to spend my birthday with you guys and, and have this great time. And, and then I got down there and I was like, I can't be my family. Yeah, I want to be able to yeah, with I can't my family. Be like, yeah, I miss but my But it kids. was so funny, Nate. You know who your real friends are because the second you messaged me and you were very open about it, you're like, yeah. I got to go spend the time with my family. And I just started laughing. I was like, I think I wrote back like, good for you. Like, yeah. it's, what you it's, it's what you should be doing. And I was happy that you that you did it. I was just happy that you were happy. Yeah, I mean, listen, we got a great, I think we got one great lift in or maybe that was, an, I mean, me and you, I remember, I remember one did. time, Jordan, Steph's you know, yeah, yeah, in Steph's gym, I remember one time he was doing back with Jordan and then. Ben comes walking in and he's like, uh, you want a deadlift? And I'm like, sure. Same time. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, I just finished training back, but I'll do I just, it again. No, no, no. I just finished squatting. I was like, squatting. They're like, you're going to do, you're going to do deadlift now. I'm like, Ben wants it to deadlift. I'm going to go demo. So we, <laughs> we the next, you know, we just, we all just shut up. And that's sometimes when you throw it all out the window and you're, you know what? It was awesome. It was awesome. And I, I would have yeah. loved it. So fun. That's stuff. one of the messages I hope that everyone takes away from my podcast in general. It's like, if you don't enjoy it, change it right and 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 that's either change what you're doing or change how you're doing it or change your your mindset around it training should never be treacherous it should never be like ah oh, dreadful right it's like man you, once you learn to enjoy it it just flows it's like your results come faster you get leaner easier it's just oh gosh i love that you're just right? happy and you're just happy like i yeah. i don't i don't train for this i mean as stupid as that sounds like i honestly i train for this yeah. like i yep. yeah is, is my program thoughtful am i am i am i yes 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 let's, let's let's not forget that but i go into sessions and the one thing i can control is that every time i leave i'm just like oh my god this is just i mean you know what i'm talking about the second yeah. that session's over with and you're getting a meal and you take a shower and you're just getting that breath and you're just like, oh my God, like this is, this is that habit. This is that thing that is part of me and part of who I am. I just love it. I, this morning I didn't lift. Like I've been, I've been doing, um, I've been preparing to swim to raise money for uh, the GI Go Fund, which is, it's a fund for the ex-military, for the military who ends up leaving service. I was asked to do it by a SEAL by the name of Jay Redmail. I'm Jay Redman, who's a Navy SEAL I'm friends with. And I've been training for and I had a qualifier in Jersey a few weeks ago, but 
I've been doing a ton of open water swimming lately. I got to swim around from Jersey around the Statue of Liberty, around Ellis Island, up South Manhattan on August 6th. So we're like raising some good cash for, for that. But I've been in the pool now three days a week. I've been open water swimming, lifting only four days a week. And my body feels incredible. It's just like, it's how I want to feel and I want to move. But that's, that's, that's who I am. That's me, you know? Yeah. I, I often will say that aging sometimes can feel like the walls are closing, closing in around you, right? It's like things start getting tighter and like your brain starts getting a little more rigid. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not what aging feels like to me, right? That's what I think people would historically say aging is, is like, I feel tighter and I'm not able to do, I'm able to do less. It's like the, the box becomes tighter and tighter, right? And I think what you and I are doing and we're, we're becoming models for it is like, no, like I'm getting better with age. Watch me move, right? And I, I said recently, I was like, man, I just want to be an exceptional athlete again, right? I was an exceptional athlete growing up and I was like, I'm ready to go back to that again. That's what I missed most as a bodybuilder. It's like, I wasn't able to do shit, not only because I was physically huge, but I was also like, Mentally, like, I can't do this in case I tear my hamstring or I tear, you know, I'm like, your career is over. So there's so many like physical and mental barriers that I'm yeah. so glad to have those back. And man, you're, yeah. you're, 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 as I said, you know, talking about people who've influenced me, the shit you do on a consistent basis, you're like, hey, man, I'm playing hockey this so many times a week. Hey, man, I'm sprinting down, you know, Broadway. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that's it, right? That's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I want to move like a kid. You know, I want to, I want to continue to do that. And I think you, you nailed it. I mean, do I feel like we can get in a better shape as we age? hundred percent. I think we're smarter. I just think we got to be a little bit more thoughtful. I think the days when I was 20 and I would go out and run, you know, I remember, you know, after a leg session going out with a buddy, he's like, you want to run? I'm going to go run a half marathon. I'm like, sure. Like we're just ran 13 miles. Like those days now I'd be like, oh, you know what, man? Like, is that really necessary? <laughs> like, do I really need to do that? But yeah, I'll, I'll find days. Like yesterday I had a hockey game and I'm, I'm and I'm lifting um, for muscle and fitness with Frank Seppi at, at Bev's. And we're, and we're pounding like a back workout. Frank likes high volume. I'm like, holy shit. Like we're 40 sets in. I'm like, it is what it is. But like, what makes me feel good is that I can recover and adapt and get in the pool. And as I'm swimming, I feel like my lats opening up and my breath is kind of expanding everything a bit. And you, know, you got to think about things a little bit differently, but I'm happier now with my body and my training than I've ever been, I think. I love that you said that. It sounds like you're so intentional. And so we, when I teach exercise for men over 35, you know, ultimately anyone who's, who's getting on an age, there's this dynamic balance between like, I want to load the muscles and I want, I want to get strong, which ultimately is this like compressive thing, right? It's like, it's like shortening, it's compressive to the system, compressive to the spine, the rib cage and all of it. So but to complement that, you have to have some percentage of expansive stuff. I want to lengthen, I want to expand the rib cage. So it sounds like you're just like, I don't know if you're doing it intentionally or you're doing oh, yeah. it intuitively. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I like, I'm going to do these really heavy things, which ultimately is like this contraction based stuff. And then I got to do this lengthening based stuff. Yeah. 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 That's important. So that, that leads to the question is like, what snags are you running into? So how old are you, Netta? I am 45. 45. So what snags are you running into, man? Now that you're, obviously, we're not 35 anymore. We're not 25 anymore. It, what comes up? I, you know, I had a couple this year. So obviously COVID, I don't know if it, it hit you at all. I don't know if you're able to avoid it or not. But yeah, I, I hit it once. And then I got a false positive once where I got sick. I, I came back from Germany. I was speaking in Germany. And I had 300 Germans on me sweating. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, fuck, here we go. This is going to hit me. And then obviously that next week I got sick. And every time I got sick, I developed this bad cough. So I went to my doctor and they put me on a medication and I never had anxiety in my life. Last Friday night, I literally checked myself into a hospital. Wow. I'm not even for five and a half hours on Friday. I legitimately thought someone was suffocating me. I couldn't breathe. It was one of the worst feelings of my life. Yeah. So they, they, they got me off the meds and they gave me like, um, 
they, they gave me some sprays for my nose and I'm, I got to go to an ear, nose and throat because I had my nose broken a few times, but my breathing's clearing up and I'm still a little congested. I started experiencing anxiety Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm-hmm. night for the first time in, in, in my life. And now I think my snags are really, how do I continue to improve sleep quality? I was looking at my aura before, obviously you're very involved with aura, but you know, it, it said, oh, everything is great. And you're sleeping seven hours and 15 minutes a night. But I'm like, yeah, but you know, I might be going to bed to where I could be getting nine hours of quality sleep and I'm losing yeah. REM and I'm losing specific things. And I know we're not supposed to get so obsessed with the numbers. I've done sleep apnea tests. I have seen that there are some interruptions throughout the night. So I think the snags for me are because work is fortunately going in a good direction. I think it's this point of not being able to turn off at times. When, when my kids come home, I shut down, but always this go, 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 go. Learning to disconnect a little bit more than I'm doing. I think it's something that I, I struggle with because it's always in my face. And that's something I really admire that you're doing. But that anxiety piece on Friday, Saturday night, I've never, until you go through it, you don't really know how real it is. And you don't, and I have a new, I'm actually happy I went through it. As sick as that sounds, because anytime, anytime I go through something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn from this. But now I have a newfound respect. When people say that, you're not like, oh, you know, have a have a cup of chamomile tea, take a deep breath and relax. No, like this is your pacing. And you understand now why this sounds terrible, right? But you understand when you are unable to sleep for a night and you're pacing your house and you're starting to go a little nuts, you understand how specific rock stars or certain people, you know, you hear suicide and you hear these terrible terms, but you know, you have someone that keeps taking medication and they can't get off of it and they can't sleep. And then depression, and you know the importance of sleep. Like if someone's going five, six months without getting a good night's sleep, like you're gonna go a little crazy. Just having a dose of that gave me a taste to what specific people could go through yeah. and what they do struggle with. So that right now is on my mind a little bit. And um, you know, I'm gonna address it, but I have a newfound respect for it. Definitely. Dude, you that's funny. So through my entire life, I, I, I would have, you know, same way with me in depression. Like people say they're depressed. I'm like, you just got to eat well. And you got to move well. And you got to get some sunshine. And I had one day where I was like, oh, this is a glimpse of what depression feels like. So you wouldn't know, but the last 12 months of my life has been probably the hardest year of my life on, on very specific levels, specific to my family. It's been challenging. And, and so there's times when I'm alone and, you know, maybe I don't train that day. Maybe I didn't sleep well last night. And you know, I wake up and I'm like, you get it, you're getting in that negative loop and you're like, this isn't my brain, but it feels like it is. Like, I'm like, where's this coming from? I've never experienced this before. There's like this, this like gray cloud looms in and it's like, I don't know what to do to remove it, you know? And I could see how that, if that stuck around for an extended period of time, you know, then a state becomes a trait and you're like, oh, this must be part of who I am. Again, I, I don't, I haven't experienced, you know, clinical depression, but that was my glimpse into going, Holy shit. That was oh, it's scary. But it's scary no. when you get a small and I don't care, you know, someone out there who's going through it, I I I apologize. I'm not going no. through what you're going through. But when you have a smidge, when you have the small taste of it, I think your perspective changes on this stuff. So with me, man, like my main goal in life right now is to provide for my kids and to be an incredible dad, an incredible husband, and get a good night's sleep. Because <laughs> I know if I get a good night, it's, it, it's, it's that simple. If I yeah. get a good night's sleep, my work is productive, my training's productive, I'm a happier person. That's it. My my wants and needs have become that simple in life. Yeah, man, that's beautiful. And that's, isn't that the ultimate, man? So one yeah. thing that comes to mind, man, if, if that that situation you had there with breathing, was that like lungs? Did you feel like your lungs were 
in some way limited or what do you think that was? Well, you know, I still have this cough. I was just, yeah. I just got a chest x-ray today. I've got this post-nasal drip and I got my nostrils that are really, you know, kind of restricting yes. me yep. from being able to breathe. So in a way, yeah, I think there's this lack of oxygen. And when I was, I remember yeah. laying in my son's bed Friday night, trying to watch baseball and sitting down and literally just jumping up and being like, what's wrong? And I'm being like, nothing. I'm just watching the game, just walking around and just antsy. Like I couldn't sit down. I was getting that that bad. And then then I took a Xanax for the first time in my life and that helped. Right. Did you, did you check your do you ever check a pulse oximeter? I always have a pulse oximeter on hand just in case there's an emergency no. like that. So like you know that you know when you go to the doctor, they put the pulse yeah, oximeter yeah, on your yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. I checked it today and I and fine. I checked it on I checked it Monday. So my thought the- goes to like CO2 tolerance. Have you ever studied CO2 tolerance? No, I've not. It's worth looking up, man. There's a guy named Peter Litchfield. He's out of, out of California. I can send you some of his stuff, but yeah, he's kind of the, the expert on, on CO2 tolerance. And it seems as though they've, they've drawn a one-to-one correlation with CO2 tolerance and panic disorder. So if they were to, if they were in that moment to give you like a big burst of CO2, like you're to breathe CO2 in, it induces panic. Um, so they've drawn a correlation then to say, okay, well, your ability to tolerate CO2, if you have an accumulating CO2 in your system, that can set off the brain's panic response because it becomes this like um, this anxious panic kind of yeah, pet response. Right. So we're looking into. We can talk about that after the yeah 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 definitely. Yeah, I'll I'll down already. yeah no, but it's 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 scary stuff when you when when you go through that like you just opened up about I, it changes things you know. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. Like I've taken the mindset of bring it on, and, and that sounds crazy, but I'm like, yeah, I know that I have the reason. Again, I, I'm not clinically in any way, but I was like, right. whatever is there, I want to figure it out. I want to understand it. I want to sit with it. And as much as I don't want it to become a trait. So my thing is like in that moment when I'm feeling that, whatever that feeling is, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to be able to sit with it and know that I'm safe, right? So I'll go outside and I'll lay in the grass, we'll let the sun beat on my face and I'll just breathe. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what, what, what is it in my life that is not right? Something's out of alignment, right? I know what it is. I know what it is. But like, I'm like, what? Are, and then what is it and what I need to do to, to overcome it? And that's, you know, I think those, those circumstances, you know, provided it's not a trade. And again, as you say, I want to be respectful of anyone who's got these things as, as, a, as a clinical disorder. It's, it's an opportunity to, to sit there and explore, like, what the hell is this? Why is this here? And how do I make sure it never comes back? You know, it's it's interesting you said that. Of all people, my mother, who I have a very good relationship with my parents, and they live close by. And I went over there to steal a Xanax from my mom, and she started having a conversation. She's like, are you okay? Because I'm always like, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And she looked at me. She's like, your father and I talk about, we're really proud of you. You got to slow down. And when she said that, I wasn't like, where as a kid, I would have been like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I don't even, you know, even on vacations, business call comes in, you take it. You just got to learn. You really do. That's the one area that I got to work on. It's all right, dude, emails, put a notification. I'll get back in a few days. Leave me alone. And I think when I start doing that, which is going to be next week, hopefully, you know, I think things are going to change a a, a bit. But for those people listening out there, this is, it's very real. Yeah. And also I'll tell you what, man, like, the world has created an expectation on your time, right? So if someone texts you, they expect a response. If somebody calls you, they expect a response immediately, right? How come I'm not getting an email back within 10 minutes? Right. And so it's our job as people who value our privacy and our time and our, and our, and our psyche, ultimately our, our consciousness to just create new boundaries, right? So with my team, it's like, don't send me voice notes. I won't respond. If you want to respond, send a text. 
And with a text, it may take a day, a week, it may take multiple weeks, but I, I, eventually I'll, I'll put it on my list of things to do. Because like you, my list of things to do could be a hundred things long and I can't do all of them. So I have to make a conscious decision of the top five or six things I can do today. I'm going to knock those out. That's it. Right? As long as you become conscious of that, you, it allows you to sleep hopefully in peace and go, man, I was conscious. I, I did the five most important things today. Everything else falls down. I like and it. Uh, yeah, and I think you just got to like make people around you aware of it. Like, hey, man, I'm deep in something right now. It's no disrespect. I love you. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. You know, yeah, there, there's definitely been times where I didn't look at my phone for weeks, you know, like I was yeah. like, nope. And, and, you know, with my, when I'm with my kids, we were out, out in the mountains this year out in uh, Banff. How was that? Oh, just, just magic. I, hear it's I, like, I, I don't ever want to leave. Yeah. I want to leave. Yeah. It's magic. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, everybody. Just a quick interruption to this podcast from a message from our sponsors. Our sponsor today is Organifi. You guys have heard me talking about Organifi green and red for a long time. I've been drinking it every day. Typically, it's been post-workout lately. And sometimes I even bring the red intra-workout to increase my pumps and just give me a little bit of sugar that I need to keep that high performance going. Allows me to recover effectively and just make sure I cover my bases. Organifi greens and reds are dehydrated, high-quality vegetables and superfoods and fruits that ultimately allow you to get access to all the nutrients your body needs to thrive. Organifi juice and adaptogenic blend powders, as well as supplements to support immunity, digestion, and detoxification. Uh, Organifi is 100% organic and offers something for truly for everyone. Their clinically proven adaptogenic ingredients um, are uh, they taste amazing and incredibly effective. So head over to organifi.com slash muscle. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash muscle to get hooked up with 20% off your order. And that's everything store-wide, whether you get the greens, the reds, the gold, the proteins. They've also got some delicious proteins that I suggest you check out as well. But at very least, if you're going to choose one or choose two, definitely, definitely, definitely grab the greens and the reds. And uh, if you're feeling adventurous, go ahead and grab their gold, which I promise you will not regret. Uh, Organifi.com slash muscle. Back to the show. Dude, your 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 business has taken a, a one complete left turn. Call it a one eighty, also, right? Because you've yeah. got a new direction, completely yeah. online, and it just seems like you're doing extremely well and doing great things. Tell me about it. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's been interesting because yeah, I've been a coach for you know twenty five years. So you know, I started um, training in New York City. I opened gyms. I, um, I I launched a couple companies. I did several raises. I fortunately I was fortunate enough to really. I think develop a pretty good business savvy at a young age. And I think when I exited the gyms, not because they went bad or anything went wrong, it's it just, it was, I found something better. And so I was able to actually part from something that I thought gave me such a level of significance and feel good about it. Like I'm, I'm sure 15 years ago, if, if someone turned to you and was like, well, how do you get a handle when you leave bodybuilding? You're going to be like, oh my God, like now it's still a part of you, but you've yeah. moved on to something better. So it, it puts you at ease. Like, so I'm not going to sit here and give that story of like, oh, well, this has went terrible. And I didn't know it. No, it didn't. I just found something better. Ironically, working with my wife, I mean, she was able to come in and bring an element to the business that I just didn't have the time to be able to focus on. And yeah, it started with, you know, with challenges and selling programs and doing a lot of similar stuff that you do online. And then it really expanded to a lot of brand building and um, you know, a lot of consulting and now having equity in companies. And I was just appointed a board seat to a company that you'll love called Daily Dose. A friend of mine, a chef, Trish Williams, that is 
bootstrap this whole project on our own. The, 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 the food is incredible, micronutrient dense, like the way you and I like eat. Like you know meal prep? Meal prep, but at a at a level. And yes, we're, you know, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons on on there as well. And they brought in some thought leaders and the thought leader portion of it has really helped propel this business. But I'm helping to raise capital and um, bring them together, putting together a team. We're hiring a COO, a CFO. So stuff like that for me is really fun from a brand building standpoint, a building building a fitness brand, a fitness company um, is something that I feel like I've become very, very good at. And I'm probably a part of about a dozen companies right now. And uh, we're starting to launch some courses for coaches on how to monetize their online business that'll launch in August. My wife and Rob over here has been working for me for years now, have um, are, are, are putting it together with me. And it's been great. It's been a lot of fun and renovating my house and my, my kids are 14 and 13. So yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been great to let me 15 hours a week of commuting and freezing my ass off, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in February in New York City. I don't want to be in there anymore anyway. <laughs> when you leave, you leave. Yeah, building this barn out here. It's just, it really has been, you know, I, I was, um, someone said something funny to me the other day, like, Don, you're a 20-year overnight success. And I started laughing. Because I'm like, shit, you're right. Like, it just, I, I got my face kicked in. And it's just not an easy process. And for those people who look at, I want to do what you do. I'm like, well, then you got to go clean up weights. And you got to work in Equinox and you got to work those hours and you got to, you know, find a parking garage that you can afford at, you know, 435 in the morning. And, and you got to do those things. And I know some people don't have to do those things, but it still gave me a viewpoint on work and life that I would never have gotten if I just got into the digital media company. You wouldn't have been as good as who you are now if you didn't come from one extreme. I don't care what anyone says. Right. As, as much as you learn, as much as you become a health you really have become a health and wellness expert. Like, you know, probably more about, I think, all these different areas than um, any one person. Everything in, under this one umbrella, you really are one of the guys I put at the top of the, of the list. But I think you had, to come, you had to come from that extreme of like weighing your food and eating like dead chicken and rice. And just going from that one extreme, I think, allowed you to expand your mind and, and go into this other area now, which you're obviously a lot happier with. Yeah, and do you know why? I, I've thought about this a lot. It's it's the depth of knowledge that was necessary to push my body to the level that I did. Like, I couldn't have an understanding of exercise to the level that I do if I hadn't pushed harder than most people on the entire planet. You know, and to get to the body fat that I did over and over and over again, I, I, there's no way. Like, I had to understand nutrition, and I had to understand recovery, I had to understand health, and and I was very blessed to have people around who who were really really brilliant. And just ask good questions and keep your mouth shut. You know, I think it's like, and, and for me, it's just like, it was the standard. It's like, I need to know more than, than everyone else because I need to take it to a level that everyone else hasn't. I think that's it. That's why that was so necessary for me. And there, there was also an intensity that you brought to the table that most people can't bring, right? Like, it's, it's just like, and I've worked out with you and you, and you know, like it's in there, Ben, it ain't going anywhere. Like you, you got to switch at a certain point that like when it starts coming out, like that'll always be there and good for you. I think it should be. I, I think that's something that you embrace, but even a lot of these young guys now who are training, who are trying to get into it. I'm like, lay out the smartest program on the planet. You still got to come in and you, you got to push beyond a six right now. Cause that's what you're giving me. Like you're all laughing during eight, eight nine reps, you know, like you, you got to come in there with a specific intensity. So yeah, I, I, I definitely admire that about you, that you went to almost two extremes. And I think that's kind of what's given you your level of success now. Thanks, man. How do you think that social media is impacting people's desire to have long-term outcomes, long-term goals? Long-term. I, it's tough. You know, I don't, 
I don't want to sit here and bash it, right? Because no, it's, it's given great. you and I, it's given you and I so much. And even my son the other day, he was hitting. My son got his batting cage the other day, hit twelve hundred baseballs. He's probably there for four or five hours. He's obsessed. Yes, that one house. Yeah, yeah. I put one for him during COVID. I, I like I blew all this money. My wife's like, you better use it. My son is it attached to the barn or is it out there? Outside? No, it's it's out. We're on two and a half acres, so it's but literally it's outside. I could probably I could throw a baseball to it right now from here. But um, I, I look at my son and I'm like, where did you learn that? Because I played college baseball. I'm like, where'd you learn that drill from? He's like, you know, I went on YouTube and I'm looking, I'm, I'm following Aaron Judge's coach. And he has this drill where on the inside pitch, he wants me to move in on the batting cage. So I have to hit the inside pitch here, up the middle here. And then outside, he wants me to wait on the pitch. My son's 13. And I'm like, I didn't have to tell him that. I'm like, wow, social media is awesome, right? Yep. Like, so from that aspect and from, a, I think, a content standpoint, think about it now. Like, someone could come on and listen to your podcast, you talking about breathing or psychedelics, or I don't care what it is. And they can go for a walk for an hour and kill two birds and one stone and actually get educated on something where, how are you getting that type of information 30 years ago? Never. You're from the not. smartest people in the world. You're not. No. You're not. You're bringing the smartest people in the world now yeah. to this that you could put this in your ear and yeah. you can absorb it and get that much smarter in one hour. So from that standpoint, I think it's amazing. The only area that bums me out a little bit is I, I think there are people out there that are, and I hear it a lot, are setting expectations. You've had this conversation a million times. It's like, guys, don't worry about it. Like, it's not always perfect. They don't always look that way. Like, it's not, I think sometimes when you're always used to seeing people at their best, and I've learned, I've honestly learned to kind of, I've learned to dismiss it now. I'm talking about people I work with. Well, you know, sometimes I'm on there and it bums me out. I'm like, well, it shouldn't. Like, you, you know, like you shouldn't be taking it to heart that much, but people do. And I think that's the only area that could bump people up, that bums me out. I think when you have a young kid at 10 years old and they're looking at someone else and they're like, oh, you know, young girls looking at another 10 year old who has the body she wants. I mean, you're talking about, we have young kids, like they're easily, they're, they're easily influenced. How is that setting up their long-term success? Is that going to mess them up to where they suddenly develop some type of body image dysmorphia or are you using in the sense of how my son was using it or my daughter learning? My daughter looks at me, she's teaching herself guitar. And I'm like, what are you learning right now? She's like, I'm going to learn this song called Purple Haze. And I'm laughing like, yeah, Jimi Hendrix. I know. I'm like, where are you learning that? This is an app I downloaded. Like stuff like that, I think is beautiful. But yeah, I think it's, I think there are times where it, it could really screw people up. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think you nailed it there with like the, it's always about the framing that you take on. Right. So if I take it as, so let's say, for example, I look at social media and I aspire to somebody's body, I could, I could make that, I could make myself a victim to that and go, I don't have the genetics, or I don't have the ability, or I'll never look like that. Or I could turn it around and go, okay, well, what could I do today that moves me closer in the direction, right? Like, what, so I look at it like that person becomes a North Star, right? It's like, that's how I became a bodybuilder. I look at a bodybuilder, I go, oh, well, I don't have that guy's chest and that guy's back and that guy's legs. I was like, okay, well, I don't yet, but I, I believe in my ability to follow through. So let's do that, right? Let's just do whatever I can do today to move toward that. Same thing in making money. I'm like, well, I'm not there yet. But like, hey, once I get, once I, once I, if I just continually take daily action in small, important, high value things, I'll get there. You know, I, I think that's, that's the framing is like, it's the empowerment versus the victim mindset. And I think if you would just take that away. And when you look at something, instead of putting people down or instead of saying, oh, screw that person, they have this, or they, they are born with a silver spoon in their mouth, or they have genetic, genetically blessed, that makes you a victim, right? Or you could say, hey, maybe they do have all those things. I don't, but I'm still going to work. 
maybe I'll work harder than them. So I'll get a better result because I'll get a better benefit. That's the business plan though, isn't it? And it's kind of wild. You've seen it. Like you'll, you've worked with some pretty successful people, right? Like mm-hmm. super uber high powered, you know, yep. multi, multi millionaires, right? And you look at it, yet they're depressed about their health and wellness, right? So you're looking at someone who's a billionaire and I've worked with, I mean, I've worked with Mike Bloomberg, the guy's worth over $50 billion and, you know, he's trying to get into shape and I'm, you're thinking to yourself and you're, you know, not to use him as an example, but someone who's worth that much money, well, what did you do to get there? Like, well, they, they had an idea and then they, you know, put together a plan and they assembled the team around them because they need the team to help them execute things. Maybe in the beginning, they weren't able to afford that team. So they were working around the clock and I'm like, well, wait a second. Isn't that the same thing with your, with your health? Like your team being your resources, the people that I've stolen more information from you or Jordan or, you know, Charlie Weingroff or Dr. Gabrielle, all these people, I'm always a sponge absorbing, but that's, I consider that like my team, right? Like those are the people that I've gone to for information, but you know, how do you, how does someone, how can someone be so successful in business yet in a way they're a mental midget with their health and wellness? They're just not. And you look at the approach, well, what are you doing for your fitness? Oh, I'm just grabbing workouts online. And I'm like, well, what's your schedule? Well, I don't really have one. Are you doing anything from a food standpoint? Are you doing any type of preparation or any food quality? No, I'm, I'm just ordering when I'm hungry. I'm like, well, listen to yourself right right now. Like, imagine me coming into business and saying, Ben, I want to become a billionaire. And I've got an idea that I want to build this company. Well, how are you going to do it? I'm just going to work. I'm just going to, I don't know. I'm just going to throw ideas out there and, you know, not really use any. I'm just going to, I'm just going to play by you. Like, I'm like, well, wait a second. No, it's got to be, you got to have a little bit of a different focus. Like, they're the most successful people in the world. Like they learn from mistakes. They they had a specific, they had to start at the finish line mentality. And if they're not doing the same thing with their health and wellness, well, just take the same approach, put it here. It's the same thing. That's what's well, it's, it's a values conversation, right? It's like some people don't value it until you have to, and some people don't value it until it's too late. And, it, and as right. I said, at 20s, my values are different than the 30s. And now in my 40s, it's different. So right. for me now, my value, like, it's going back to like, I just want to be a, a, a super, I want to say a world-class athlete, right? Like, how do you get right. to that? Okay. Well, that's a very different value than if you had asked me 10 years ago, you know? And I think that's it. It's like, everyone goes, it's, it's, it's different mountains, right? You, I think you and I have talked about this before is, you know, you climb one mountain, you get to the top of that mountain, you look around, you go, this is great, but I don't think this is where I want to be. Like, oh, that mountain over there, that's the one I want, right? Now you're, and then who knows, there could be multiple mountains, but I think that's, it's the ascension of the proverbial mountain. Yeah, it's like longevity, right? Like when you hear people talking about longevity when they're in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, I'm like, well, why aren't you focusing on that in your 20s, 30s, and 40s to help prepare you for your 60s, 70s, and, and 80s? And it's almost like this, like you said earlier, like you're almost waiting till it's almost too late. And we have to just, I think we got to change our way of thinking a little bit when it comes to all this. But you can't, right? Like unless something happens to make someone shift their values, in order for me to change the way I am now, I have to, something has to happen or I have to have an, an awareness or a bit of information that says, hey, what you're valuing is backwards. You know, and like people most of the time won't ever change. Like, like hey, this is what I value. I value comfort and, and, and Netflix or I value, you know, whatever, you know. I think it, it's almost like this natural transcendence that has to happen. You can't tell a 16-year-old boy that he should value longevity. Like, it's very unlikely. <laughs> right? It's true. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it is true. 16 is a little bit young, but 30, 35? Everyone's different, know, man. Why not? Yeah, why not? And, and, why, unless why you not? have a reason. Like, when you were 30, you were fit, lean, very, very uh, athletic. So, if yeah. I said to you, hey, Don, let's focus. 
Like take all of this energy you're putting into being fit, athletic, and focused and forget about that and work on something different. You'd be like, you know, yeah, like I, may you, not, I may not want to do it unless yeah. I'm around someone who's a very good influence and in leader. So put it, put it this way. So if I was, how old are you? 41. Right. So I've got you by four years. So if I was 34 and you were, you know, 31 or whatever yeah. the hell the math is, right. We're, and we're sitting there and we're kind of collaborating this idea t- together. Yeah, maybe maybe then I would have done it. Maybe then you're like, okay, this this makes sense, and and you're talking. That's the one area that I think I was pretty good at at a young age is I was always trying to come there. Like, that's how you and I got hooked up, yep. right? Like yep. I reached out to you at a, in a time of my life that was that I was way different and you were way different, right? And I'll never forget the conversation. Then when it, you gave me a great, uh, you reached out to me years later with an amazing message, and we connected. And we were both like, "Wait, this is the same person." You just change and evolve over time, and then you and I become friends, right? It's yep. It's weird how things kind of evolve. What's the next phase of Don Saladino's life, man? Is it just is it parenting? Is it yeah? What tell me about it? Yeah, you know what? I think the business piece of it. I, I think I'm very open to the fact that things might always be not might not always be great, and I'm going to always have to stay on my toes with that. But pushing that aside, my kids are right now. I feel like I have a window of about four or five years before my kids go to college. I got to really make it happen. So I just put a deposit down on a boat. You know, I'm a big, you know, I was big on the water growing up. Next summer, we're going to have one. We're going to really enjoy that. When I have time to take trips, I'm going to be taking trips. We've been snowboarding a lot together. We've been traveling a bunch with the kids. What what makes me happy in life is simple. Like if, I, if my business is in a good place, and I can do what I'm doing, but I'm doing, having experiences. That's where I will never, it's just who I am. If you dropped a Ferrari in my driveway right now, I'd be like, it's cool. I don't know if I want to drive it. But experience, yeah, but experiences with my family. I'll never forget it. My wife would never did not grow up a big skier. The first time we were on a lift together with the kids and they were like excited. We looked at each other. I looked at my wife and she was just like, she's ordering ski equipment that night. And it ended. Like we're now taking all these awesome trips every year. So yeah, for me, it's experiences with them. Like I wanna, I wanna have that wall where every picture tells a story and I want a thousand of them. I want to just look back. I want to see my kids in the mountains. I want to see them in the beach, in the water, laughing, getting my son from camp, all these experiences. That's my, my legacy is going to be where I help tens of thousands of people. You know, when I, when I move on one day and I hope it doesn't happen for a while, I want that photo album to be so long that you just, you don't have time to look at it. And that's Man, do, you know what, do you know what mixed tiles are? No. <laughs> so mixed tiles are these like, I think they're eight by eight squares that you, this company's called, this is not a shame, it's plug for the company. So you, you basically upload photos and then they, they mail you these eight by eight, like, um, square, um, like foam backed photos. And like, I have hundreds of these things, man. Like you put them on your wall. Like, so I have like a mural on my wall of all my, from the kids, my time, time that my kids were born all the way up to now. And like, cause photos are great and phones are great because you get to have so many photos, but. Unless you make time every day to go back and look through, you're like, ah, I kind of remember that. And you look through, you're like, holy shoot, I forget when they were this age and this was the best experience. So I'm literally creating like this, this, you know, constant reminder of our best times ever. So every time they walk into the house, they can look and see their smiling faces and all the times we've connected and have so much fun. It's like curating happiness, right? Like I believe your home should be a place that brings happiness and, and, and tranquility ultimately. And so if I can carry that, the minute everyone walks in the door where they can't help but smile because you're remembering all the best times of their life, yeah. it's like, yes. And dude, it's, and they're so easy. They just like stick, peel off the back and stick to the wall and it comes right off. Like they're, they're so great. And that's, I mean, 
shameless plug for the business. <laughs> I got three things I wrote down. The CO2 tolerance, the Peter Litchfield, and the mixed tiles. I got my little sheet of paper yeah. right, right here. You'll it's love fun. it, man. You'll love it. Love it's it. such Thank a gift. You. I mean, such a gift to your kids, right? Because they get to remember their their greatest experiences and constantly, you know, because we're right. all going to have, especially as teenagers, we're all going to have struggles. When you go back and you remember the, just the great times, I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be a nice, nice memory for them. A nice that's memory. what it's about. That's what it's about. That's, that's all. That's what I look for. So man, you're known for training the best bodies in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. What, what's the approach? What do you do that uh, makes everyone so uh, exceptional? You get people in world-class shape and they put on muscle in short amount of time. What, uh, what's the approach? I think I get them to relax, right? Because they don't they they never did it at a level that you did it at, which is to me is is the highest level when it comes to the physique. Like Olympia is, you don't get better than that. And for me, it was it was a different level. It was more magazine covers, and and um, so it's definitely a step down from that. But I think what I was really good at is having everyone understand that I'm going to supply you with a template. I'm going to supply you with a blueprint, but we're going to have to deviate off that. Like it's just going to happen. Like we're we're going to, in time, we're going to learn about our about your body a little bit. And uh, your body's going to respond differently to say how Hugh Jackman responded for Wolverine or Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool. And I think I'm just, I'm, I, I just, I don't mean to say this. I, I was an exceptional coach. Like there's good trainers, there's good coaches. I was someone that was able to kind of merge them both together where the second someone would walk in, I'd be like, oh no, we're dealing with this today. I was just able to always adapt to that personality and allow them to leave their feeling successful. And yeah. And again, learning from what, listen, when I shot the, I'll give myself a little shit, a little plug here. But when I shot this last October, the first, the first phone call I made was you. It really was. I was in, I was in California. It was the first, the first phone call I made was, was, was you. Cause it was the Thanks, second, bro. it was the second muscle and fitness cover I got on. Mm-hmm. Did I know what I was doing? Sure. I needed some validation. I was like, Ben, I have five weeks. What are, like? What? You, how do you think you approach? This is what I think, and you just were like that. First off, you got back to me within one minute, so I appreciated that, right? But secondly, you were like, "All right, this is how we're going to approach it." And I was sitting there with a pen and paper, writing it down. And the second I hung up the phone, I just felt better. So even coaches need coaches, right? Like mm-hmm. even yep. coaches need someone that they can lean on and say, "All right, I got this amount of time. I want to go in there, and I want to go in there with the best approach possible." I, I think how you kind of opened your arms to me was the same way. I've been doing that for some of the biggest names in Hollywood. And I think really implementing this performance physique approach of like, all right, we are going to mix some bodybuilding in, but we are going to start with some breathing, some rolling. We're going to start with a targeted practice, I like to call it, where we're going to work on areas that we need to open up and improve. And we're going to get you moving like an athlete. And yes, the goal is to make you look good, but man, like resiliency is so important. You're on set right now. You're going to be on set for four months and your sleep schedule is going to change. And the camera's going to break down or Dwayne Johnson might show up. The Rock might show up on set late. Who knows what's going to happen? We need to make sure energy level's high. And what are we doing about food? And, and, and how are we going to deal with stress? And we start going down. I'm not throwing that all at them at once, but it's this, it's this process. So I, I think I just fortunately never really annoyed any of them. And they just enjoyed seeing me every day and, and work with me every day. And I think that's a big part of it too. Like are, on a bad day, are they going to want to show up? Are they going to want to see me? And when they're having a really bad day, are they going to leave there an hour, hour and a half later saying, God, I feel so much better. And when you figure that out, I think you're, I think you're 90% away through the finish line. Man, I think you're not on the same page when it comes to like what we offer. It's like, well, one, I'm going to save you obscene amounts of time. And two, we're going to provide certainty, right? And I think that's what, that's what people want is like, can you like provide some 
proven, call it quote unquote proven plan to get me where I want to go. And the answer is with, we've, we've solved that problem so many times. It's like, you just, you just know, like you can look at someone without thinking about how you do it and go, yeah, this is where we need to start. Just like you said, when they walk in, you're like, yeah, I know exactly what's going on at your nervous system and you have no idea. So we're going to do this. And that's, that's something that no textbook can teach. And uh, that's, that's years and years and years of working at a high level. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you anymore. Cool, man. Buddy, I love talking to you, man. I hope we could spend more time in the same place. Where can we direct? Oh, God, you want to say Thank something? You. Yep. Thank you. No, no. I just want to say that um, we all have good influences in our life. You've been a huge one for, for me. So love you, like, love you like family. My door's always open. I'm always a phone call away. But um, anytime I get a chance to connect with you, it always puts a smile on my face. So appreciate you having me on. And uh, Don Saladino, uh, donsaladino.com, Don Saladino Instagram. DM me if you have any questions. Uh, but but again, if you're listening to this right now, you're in good hands with Ben. <laughs> Are you still doing the Muscle and Fitness podcast? That's kind of on and off a little bit right now because Muscle and Fitness did a big transition. They got Dave Pecker sold the company. I'm still close with Zach. We still do that. But at any point, Zach and I will fire it up and we'll and we'll put it out there. I'm doing a lot of stuff with Frank Seppi now. He's Frank's been a good friend of mine. Um, Frank was one of my influences at 16 years old when he was 300 oh, pounds. Mine, mine he, too. Yeah, he was, but Frank is one of the funniest human beings you're ever going to meet. He's just, listen, Frank's 50. I mean, he's a unit. I mean, he looks unbelievable. Um, I train with Frank here every week on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, and we do a little live. We actually shot at Bev's yesterday. We laugh, we talk, and we just, we just keep training fun, you know? Man, that gym looks epic. I can't believe I haven't been there yet, but I'll get there I soon. The, I got the 150s for you back there. You'll use them a lot more than me. <laughs> I might not have leave, man. I see you got the couch over there. Like you got to see downstairs. Downstairs is fantastic. Yeah, we got a shower. We got a five man outdoor sauna right there. Cold punch. Is this computer mobile? Grab your laptop and give us a tour. Yeah. Let's see. So I can't go downstairs with it, but there's Rob. Okay. Outside, there's that sauna. We got a five man sauna. We got a two person cold plunge, and downstairs which i can't take the computer to but this is all fridge um, we got all our cardio back there treadmills step mill rower bike got a nine not not nine foot rack huge ceilings downstairs i got 10 foot high ceilings i mean got everything from my power rack to all hammer strength all all that fun and, stuff and you built yeah, this from the ground up there was nothing there yeah, you really dug nothing. out the ground and we dug a whole march of 20 what are we 20, march of 2021 this place is built by, uh, we were working out here October 2021. Hey man, I watched the whole process on Instagram and, and I'm like, I got to get there. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing myself one day, man. I like the idea of like building a place, like digging the ground yourself. Costa Rica, baby. I'll come down and help. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in. Call me up. I'll be on the next plane. I'm not kidding either. All right. No, you're not. All right, brother. I love you, man. Right, Appreciate brother. you. Thanks. I love you too, brother. Thanks again. And all right, ladies and gents, that is a wrap. Thank you to Don Saladino. Thank you for being here and listening to the Muslim Intelligence Podcast. As always, we're super grateful for your time. Uh, I love what I do. You see, I get to talk to some of the world's greatest humans and bring you the greatest value. So ultimately, you can understand what goes into being happy, what goes into being fulfilled, and ultimately looking like a superhero, just like Don does and just like he does for all of his clients. Thank you, Don Saladino, for being here. Thank you to our sponsors for today, Organifi, organifi.com slash muscle, and also Bioptimizers for their amazing magnesium product called Mag Breakthrough, magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence will get you 10% off there. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and come back next week when we have another amazing episode coming at you. See you soon. 
thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Bikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.